Welcome to the Daily Bolster. Each day we welcome transformational executives to share their real-world experiences and practical advice about scaling yourself, your team, and your business. Welcome to the Daily Bolster. I'm Matt Blumberg, co-founder and CEO of Bolster, and I'm here today with Sarah Personat. Uh, Sarah is a longtime tech executive. Uh, she was uh, at Facebook for a while. She was at Refinery29 for a while. Um, she's a board member, an independent board member, including Build-A-Bear Workshop, which is such a cool business. Um, but uh, most recently, she spent five years at Twitter, uh, the last few of which were as chief customer officer. Uh, and she left Twitter recently. Um, Sarah, welcome to the Daily Bolster. Matt, thank you so much for having me. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. So the question I have for you, you were at um, a, an organization in the throes of what I think most people would agree is hyper growth um, for many years, probably twice, probably at Facebook and then again at Twitter. Um, so the question for you is, how do you think about dealing with organizational change in a hyper growth environment? What are your sort of top three uh, thoughts or tips on that front? Absolutely. So to your point, I've been at multiple companies that have experienced hyper growth and I've also been there at different stages of those companies. And one thing that's important to note is that organizational change theory actually suggests that structure, process, and tooling or systems break in threes and tens. So for all of the, the founders and CEOs out there, when you're one person, you're communicating with yourself, you know exactly what your process is, you know exactly what your structure is because it's just you. When you add two more people on and you get to three people, you actually have to rethink how you're communicating, whether or not you have the right communication software in place, whether or not you have the right processes and rules and responsibilities to drive clarity. And that happens as you get to three to 10, 10 people to 30 people, 30 to 100, so on and so forth. But most of the time, companies in a hyper growth stage fly through those threes and tens. And if you're not mindful, what can ultimately happen is that the operational excellence of your company starts to break down and can also deeply impact your culture. So the three tips that I would take away from this is first, always be mindful when you hit those threes and tens. Uh, tip two, ask, do I have the right process and clarity around roles and responsibilities in your structure to sustain that pace of growth? Where are you right now and where do you want to be one year from now, three years from now, five years from now. And then last but not least, and this is incredibly important as well as we continue to think about building diversity, inclusivity, and equity into our cultures and into our companies, is ensuring that all disciplines have an equal voice to really avoid breakage and exclusionary tactics later on in your growth cycle. So I think if you're mindful of those three things, then you're fully off to the races. Let me key in on that last one for a second, because that one is really interesting for, for so many people, um, diversity, inclusion, equity, while important, is, is frequently either an afterthought or it's something that um, afterthought sounds very negative, but it, it might be added onto the end of a process um, and is not yet woven into the fabric of how everyone thinks about roles, responsibilities, recruiting, et cetera. So I can imagine that one is really easy to fall by the wayside in a hyper growth environment when you're just like trying to hit the, the number one thing in your mind and don't care about anything else. How do you, in particular with that one, how do you make sure that doesn't get lost? Matt, so I'll give you an example. Uh, yesterday, I was talking with a founder 
who has an exceptional annual um, ARR right now, annual run rate. Um, and they, he was trying to think through sort of the next stage of growth. He was building out his sales team and he was thinking about the marketing discipline. And he's like, you know what? I don't need a marketer. I just need someone who's going to be in total service of sales and churn and burn on content. And so the, you know, when we think about diversity, equity, and inclusion, we oftentimes think about it in terms of race, ethnicity, gender, um, you know, religious philosophies, certain things like that. And when you think about equity inside of a company that allows for equality and equity across each function, it's actually the first part of starting to learn and build that muscle. So the guidance I gave to that particular founder and CEO is to really be thoughtful about how he structures his language and how he thinks about talking about that team and that discipline to others so that they have an equal place at the table to be able to share their voice and share their perspective. And that's how I think the, what some companies I think you know, really get wrong today is they don't think about asking who does not have a seat at the table right now that we need to bring in. And that's where you can really expand it, not just around function, but even more importantly, to make sure that there's a diverse representation across all that are the, the consumer base also that you serve. It's such a great way to think about it. it. It backs up the scope and backs up the lens a little bit, so it has to be primary. Sarah Personette, Operating Executive Board Member Advisor Extraordinaire. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. This podcast is brought to you by Bolster, the new way to find the right executives. We supercharge startup growth by matching CEOs with transformational executives, mentors, and board members without the hassle of traditional talent sourcing. Start searching for free at bolster.com.